What's up, man? Let me take you for a little spin, man. Show you what it feel like. I gotta go make these drop offs. Man, you think you're the only one out here working, B? Gotta, gotta make drop offs too, B. Come on, man, get in, man. I ain't taking no for an answer, man. Get in. Not taking no for an answer. Welcome back to the No Cap Podcast. I'm your host, Solo Homie Mo. Thank you for listening. Before we get into today's episode, do me a small favor. Wherever you may be listening to the No Cap Podcast, we're available on all major platforms. Please subscribe and download so you can listen to my podcast when you ain't got shit else to do. That's all I ask. So on today's episode of No Cap Podcast, I sat down with Mike Andrew of GalvanizeFinancial.com and of the host of the What We Don't Know podcast. Now, Mike is committed to spreading investment, education, and business concepts to the non-targeted and the underrepresented communities in the nation. Now, I met um, Mike on Facebook in a podcast networking group, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, and we hit it off from there. I seen what he was doing. Um, we first met, I don't even know, I'm not even sure if I started the podcast yet. I started the podcast, but I was, I got free instrumentals <clears throat> and free music that I offer to, you know what I'm saying, recording artists and content creators. If you want to check any of that out, the uh, it's probably the background music that you hear playing now, or um, you can check it out on my YouTube page at Solo Homie Mo Presents on YouTube. That's Solo Homie Mo Presents on YouTube. Check out the free instrumentals playlist. It's some dope shit. All the instrumentals is free. All I ask is that you give me producer credits and the um, songs title or description if it's a song movie podcast whatever just in the description music produced by a solo homie mo that's all i ask you know what i'm saying i ain't hollywood and that's like my main thing too and that's like how we really hit it off too because he had uh he had used a couple of my tracks for a couple of his podcasts you know what i'm saying and that's one of the things i learned when i got into the like the podcast and well the the recording vocals on anything period you know what i'm saying being uh music podcast music videos any of that shit you know what i'm saying like motherfuckers be wanting bread you know what i'm saying you ain't wrong <clears throat> for wanting to to pay for your expertise wanting to charge for your expertise and i like that but i always let no motherfuckers know you know what i'm saying i'm new to this you know what i'm saying i'm networking i ain't with all that you know what i'm saying hollywood shit man i'm just trying to get in where i fit in so <clears throat> me and mike definitely hit it up from the rip and we got to work instantly, um, like that. Um, from there, you know what I'm saying, um, we connected on Facebook and I had just recently joined one of, on an episode of his podcast about financial resolutions for 2021. And I got on there and let everybody know my resolution was to increase my residual, residual cash income or my residual income, which is, <clears throat> my money that's making money for me you know what i'm saying as far as like investing and shit like that and it's like right up his alley and shit like that so i wanted to um bring him in on my podcast just to um share with me and my listeners just some financial literacy and to break some shit down for people who might you know what i'm saying because you hear shit and see shit but you don't know you know what i'm saying it's the no cap podcast so I can't cap, so if I don't got the answer, I'm going to go get it for y'all, so I had brought Mike on, <clears throat> and he's, uh, for, 
from this point moving forward, you know what I'm saying, he's going to be my financial expert for the No Cap Podcast. I definitely appreciate that. We had a dope discussion. Check it out. Um, if you ain't got time to listen to the whole podcast, make sure you subscribe and download so you can listen to it when you ain't got shit else to do. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, all I ask. Um, thank you for listening. Like I said, this was a dope interview. Want to thank Mike again for coming out. Yeah, I definitely gonna hear Mike again on the No Cap Podcast whenever we get some uh, financial news in. I don't know what I'm gonna call the segment, but he's definitely gonna be the expert that I call in. And that's what I'm trying to find for every, you know, what I'm saying topic that I might discuss, I might touch. You know, what I'm saying anybody that may be listening that's an expert in their field, um, reach out to me. Because I want to have a segment, you know what I'm saying, on, on all the top news and everything that's going on. But at the same time, with me giving my no-cap opinion, at the same time, I would like to be able to bring experts of in in the field that I'm talking about in just to give their expert opinion along with my no-cap opinion. So, <clears throat> listen to the podcast. If you want to um, reach out to me or Mike, the all the information you need will be in the description of this podcast, wherever you may be listening, or if you're watching, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, this is a visual, we conducted it via Zoom, so if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go on YouTube, Silo Homie Mo Presents, it's in the playlist, No Cat Podcast, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell icon so that you're notified whenever I drop a new podcast, because YouTube, for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying, I upload the podcast in one place, but for whatever reason, the podcast dropped first on YouTube and Spotify, so... If you <clears throat> a fan of the show and you want to get it immediately, especially now with season two coming, we got a lot more visuals, a lot more interviews. So you might, you definitely want to be subscribed to the YouTube channel so you can see what's going on with me and the No Cap Podcast and the guest experts that I'll be bringing on. So um, check it out. Yeah, man. Like I said, welcome to the No Cap Podcast. Why don't you go and introduce? Go ahead, introduce yourself for uh, my viewers and my listeners. Okay, my name is um, Michael Leslie. I'm the um, president, founder of Galvanized Financial. It's an investment company that um, is built upon social and group economics and also financial education. And, that, and that's what and that's what my um, my main day to day is. Okay, okay. So uh, this is a no cap podcast, and like my main thing is to give information to my listeners raw you know what i'm saying so uh we just gonna have like a regular conversation you know what i'm saying we're gonna get into what you do so we're gonna start like uh where you from and what's your educational background all right well i'm born and raised in the, i was born and raised in the bronx bronx new york um you know a little place called co-op city section five if anybody knows you know um you have the south bronx and um you know you have basically <clears throat> this area co-op city that's 35 buildings all right so my, my mistake so uh oh, brooklyn that, yeah. was in brooklyn no no that's a big 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 no no um the bronx bronx my bad my bad the bronx yeah that's where that's where hip-hop was created okay you know what i'm saying the bronx so um yeah if uh it like i'm sure from where you from if, if they uh you know, that might be a big no-no to say Bronx versus Brooklyn, you know? No, 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 I, I understand. <laughs> I'm sure you got, definitely got to get I'm, it right, I'm sure. I'm only, I'm only messing with you, man. Nah, so, it's all good, man. So, so, born and raised Bronx, New York. 
Um, and uh, you know, I grew I grew up. Uh, uh, I went to school in Manhattan, and from there I went to college. I, I ended up in Philadelphia at Temple University. So I went to Temple University. Um, graduated um, from Temple University, and um, what did you go to I, Temple for? I went to you know the, the crazy thing is I went to Temple for political science originally. I was gonna I was gonna be a lawyer. I was gonna go to law school. Um, but, you know, I, I ended up, you know, taking the law school exam. I wanted to score higher than, um, I wanted to score higher than I did. So I had an opportunity to take a job with a financial services firm called Vanguard. And, um, since they were offering me a, a job right out of school, I didn't have to go back home to the Bronx. You know, I Vanguard, decided to work. I, I think I've seen that name on the top of my 401k <clears throat> paperwork. That's that's right. You know, Vanguard. You know, the funny thing about the funny thing about Vanguard is it's a five. It was well, right now it's seven trillion dollar company. Okay. Um, but you, but you never see any commercials. People mm-hmm. only know right. about exactly. it about their four hundred one k. Exactly. Right. And, that's, and that's that's a, that's kind of what they say about like the hip hop hip hop community. You know what I'm saying? Like when you got so much money, you know you don't gotta wear a whole bunch of chains and stuff because you. You're uh, on a different tier already, so um, I'm not surprised by that. But what made you want to go into like financial instead of all the other fields you could have went through? See, it's the love of money. It was my, it was my passion. It was my. When I wrote that question, I knew I already knew the answer to the question because it makes sense. But you know, I got. Yeah, it was. it, It was my. It's my passion for money because I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't. I don't have any real natural talent, right? I can't, mm-hmm. I'm not a super athlete, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I can, you know, I'm not a, um, you know, I can't sing a song. I can't really, I can't really give you a, a, a hot 16. Right. What I could do is I understood finance and numbers, you know? Um, and I just, it was something that, um, it just intrigued me. The whole stock market though. I watched movies, you know, you watch movies like Boiler Room or Wall Street. Right. And then it always, it always intrigued me, the whole stocks and bonds and the whole thing. So I, so it was, it was a natural once I got, got involved. Right. And you know? stocks and stuff, that's definitely, definitely something that we're going to get into a little bit later. <clears throat> but what made you want to offer investment education and business concepts to, to the non-targeted and the non-representative? Because, you, because coming up in the financial services game, when I graduated, and when I was coming up, there was nobody that looked like me or really understood. You know, when I first when I first started, I didn't know the difference between a stock or a bond or a mutual fund. I didn't know right. any of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I got involved and I said, wow, it's no one that really looks like me understanding stocks, understanding options. I felt that it was important to bring it back to that non-targeted community. And I've been in corporate environments, you know, like I said, Vanguard and a couple of others, you know, big, big companies. And um, I really wanted, for my legacy moving forward, I wanted to give back. How long have you been doing that? And was that always your 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 your, your goal to, to give back? Or was it something that you started maybe in the a, in a, in a office and you was like, this ain't for me, I want to do something else? No, um, my, my goal, I always gave back. Even when, even when... Well, even when I was at um at the in these corporate companies, mm-hmm. for example, even when I I'm, I'm a professor, right? I teach, 
Right. I teach at a historically black... I teach at, you know, for the trivia folks out there, the first historically black college in America, right? And, and so even when I was... And I didn't really do that. What college is that? Because I, I don't even know what that is. It's Lincoln University for your listeners. Lincoln and, University. And where is that located? There's some... They're located in um, Oxford, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. Right? Um. So... You know, Lincoln Lincoln University was a was a place that uh, I learned. Um, I, I basically teach undergraduate and graduate level finance courses, so I always gave back. Um, this is just something now. It's full time. Has afforded me the, the the opportunity to to do this in private equity, which we'll get into. So it's not all just teaching and finance. It is private equity. It is fund management as well. Okay. And was it something specifically that made you want to give back? Like, did you grow up like in, did you grow up rough and it was like, I don't want to have to have to have my people live through what I lived through? Or was it something that you wanted to make generational wealth? Was it something specifically that drove you to that path? I would say, you know, I grew up, you know, humble means. I'm not going to say I had to you know, worry about where my next meal came from at right. all. Right. <clears throat> but I grew up in the Bronx. Things happened. You know, I grew up, I grew up in the city, you know what I'm saying? So, so things happen in my life, um, that, that probably most that grow up in that type of setting see as well. But I would say that, um, again, getting back to, you know, like you said, your legacy, um, wealth building, understanding that you have to have passive forms of income to really sustain, you know, is key and that's I always and I always want to make sure that if there's once once it's all said and done for me I passed on that message if that makes sense no that makes makes perfect sense so with uh, with that being said um we're gonna get into a little bit of what you do so okay what would be the most important business concept that you would give a, a starting business owner I would say a concept to give a starting business owner. The most important one, if you can give them, tell them one thing, if you had them in the room for five minutes, what would be the, the thing you would leave them with? I would say, get started. Do it. Right. Don't let your analysis lead to paralysis. Sometimes we could plan and over plan and plan. Move forward and work out the kinks later and, work, and just refine the process. All of your big companies, I don't care if you're Vanguard, I don't care if you're Apple, they they implement things that don't work 100% all the time. I don't care who they are. The important thing is you move forward. So I would say the important business concept as an entrepreneur is to is to don't is, is to don't don't let yourself get caught up in the in the um issues to where you don't move forward. All right. Exactly. And like I said, that makes sense too, because I believe, you know what I'm saying, repetition is the father of learning, you know what I'm saying? Once you do something over and over, the, it's going to be better the next time you do it than when you did it the first time. So that's definitely something I feel you on on that. And um, what's the most important investment advice that you will have for the for the non-target and under, underrepresented? Most invest, the most important investment advice that you would give them. Like if you have five minutes, you have to give them some yeah. investment advice. The most important thing about investing, what would you give them? I would say start early and often and it doesn't really matter how much you have I don't care if it's ten dollars or you know Einstein Albert Einstein smart man right genius mm-hmm. 
he said, and you know, and I quote, and I, I'm paraphrasing. He said, "The greatest force in the universe is compound interest." He didn't say gravity. He didn't say love. He didn't say any of that. He said compound interest. So if you start early and on a scheduled basis, you'll be you'll be fine. So so that's what I that's what, so that's what. I would say, I don't care if it's $10, you put it away every month for 20 years. If you could do that consistently, you'll be surprised how much money you'll end up with. Can you, can you recall on the first investment that you ever made and was it profitable, a profitable investment? And is it an investment that you still, um, have today? Yes, yes. And yes. Right. Uh, I do have. You know, I still have the investment today. Yes. And I, and the first investment that I put my money into was, uh, a 500 index fund. It was a, it was a mutual fund mm-hmm. that I put some money into and I continue to, to put that money into it on a consistent basis, like I'm telling you to do. And, and I made a lot of money with that mutual fund for dummies. Mm-hmm. What's that? Okay. Okay. So. Let's let's do this. You know, if you, if you had if you had two windows, right? Mm-hmm. Like two one, two windows. If you're looking at two windows, mm-hmm. and if you can imagine these windows, one is a big window that's that's one single pane window. Okay. The, the other window is one of those windows that you see behind me, like broken up into squares. You see, you see behind me. Yeah. You see those you see those doors. So a win, a window that has about eight different small panes in a big window for the listener, right? Mm -hmm. If I gave you a rock and I said, throw that rock through one of those windows, but I want you to do the least amount of damage when you throw that rock through it. Which one would you throw that rock through? The first window without all the squares. So you, so, so you would break the whole window or you you would break one... Like, so it's one whole window uh-huh. or one, a whole bunch of little windows and like my, uh-huh. the one behind me. Okay. So if you had a rock and, th- and want to do the least amount of damage. Oh, the, the least time- amount of damage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I hit it probably the, the one behind you in the corner somewhere. Exactly. Why? Because you could fix that little right. window without, without fixing the whole, without worrying about the whole thing. That's a mutual fund in essence because a mutual fund is a stock made up of about 10 different holdings or more. So if one holding doesn't do as well, the other nine can support it. So it's a more diversified, it diversifies your risk when you purchase a mutual fund versus one stock. It's basically, don't put all your egg, don't put all your eggs in one basket. A stock okay. is putting all your eggs in one basket where a mutual fund is like, it, it's a party. It's about 10 different stocks that help each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And then are these stocks, are they provided to you to make sense? Or are they, um, or do you choose the, the mutual stocks that you want to put in the mutual fund? No. Based off your own research. Are, mutual funds are typically made up of, of, pre, of pre-selected stocks that a portfolio manager uh, feels are, are going to perform for you. Or perform for the shareholders. So okay. to answer your question, you just put your money into it. It's a portfolio managed job. 
to manage that portfolio in line with the prospectus or or the the investment criteria that's that's lot that's laid out in the in the document or you know the the, the document that describes the services and how the fund is going to perform we call it the prospectus okay okay definitely definitely breaking a lot of stuff down for me that i definitely didn't know before i talked to you so one of the main um uh areas of the financial market that i want to ask you questions about because um it's a uh, something that I see a lot in my community as far as like the social media, as far as people um, offering classes or I think they sell um, like graphs or like some type of way you can study charts or get some type of advantage in Forex. So um, getting into Forex, could you uh, explain Forex as simple as possible for the listeners? Sure. So Forex at a high level is, is short for, you know, foreign exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Foreign, for, so Forex is short of like for foreign exchange. Okay. A lot of things trade, and, and primarily, um, you know, currency trades on a foreign exchange and other, diff- and other different things. So it's basically, you have the New York Stock Exchange, right? That's mm-hmm. a domestic United States of America exchange, but then you have the Forex, which is the foreign exchange, right. which which all types of foreign um, foreign securities trade. So for me personally, when I trade Forex, okay, let me ho- stop, hold you real quick. Okay, so now you say like for national, we got the New York Stock Exchange, which says in New York. So yeah, like the stock um, exchange is, uh, I know it's a physical place you can go to. Is the Forex stock exchange somewhere you can, a physical place you can go to as well? N- no, it's it's not really physical. It's more of a virtual interconnected exchange, um, like the Nasdaq. Like you ever heard of the Nasdaq? Yeah, I heard the of Nasdaq. It. Yeah, the Nasdaq is also it's open. Sorry, the Nasdaq is um, is an exchange as well, but it's it's uh. It's not a physical location like the New York Stock Exchange, which is physical. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for Forex, do you need to work Forex full time to make a livable uh, wage off it? Like if I wanted to make money off of Forex, would I have to quit my job and dedicate eight to 10 hours of my day to it? To Could I and should I? Would Absolutely you advise somebody to do that? Okay. Absolutely that's what, not. That's what they that's what they push on, you know what I'm saying, on these Instagram, these classes. They like you take this class, it'd be the last two hundred you ever spend, the last three hundred fifty dollars you ever spend, you know what I'm saying? So um why 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 do people see, get that perception? See, this is a, this is a, this is the thing. And you gotta understand and like this is and, and for your listeners, this is this is one man's opinion, right? This mm-hmm. is this is this is you know you you're asking me the question and what right. I what I'm gonna say is I'm a finance guy right. by by nature. I'm a fine, I'm a finance guy. So I deal with, with data and numbers and I try and I deal with probabilities. Mm-hmm. So is it possible? Yes, it is possible right. for you to do it, to do well and to do and to make millions. It's possible, right. but is it probable? All right. That makes sense. You understand? Yes. And that's where I get, and that's where I get, and that's where I get caught. It's not, it's not. So I like Forex to complement what you're doing. 
Exactly. And that's how I feel like any, you know what I'm saying, any type of residual cash should be. But at the same time, I would want it to be noticeable. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a little, um, stock thing set up in my cash app application on my phone and I'm seeing a little get, get like $45 increase. But you know, that ain't nothing I can, if I have an emergency, a $500 emergency, you know what I'm saying? Something I can pick out of, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get in, into that area. So can you tell me how long Forex has been around? Cause it seemed like something that's, that's just popped up. It seems like. Forex has been around forever, brother. Yeah. They've been trade Foreign currency has been trading for forever. You know, um, I can't tell you the exact date, but it's been trading. You know, people have been traveling and changing one currency for another for a long, long time. So I, so with that, it's been around for forever. People are, and see, you know, what people are getting into is a lot of signaling software too, right? They're, they're buying software or some multi-level marketing that tells you green when to buy and red when to sell. Mm-hmm. That's not really how right. I trade Forex. Yeah. I really use technical analysis and really read the charts mm-hmm. and using, you know, all types of, uh, you know, trying to get my edge by looking at support and resistance. So I'm actually using technical analysis, not using any signaling software. Right. So because that seems like what they might be selling, you know what I'm saying? The software right. and all that. So software and the subscription, everything's right. a subscription. So it's, it's paying somebody residually, which is when I'm not going to knock anyone's hustle. Are you currently trading on Forex? If you don't mind. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I trade Forex. Absolutely. I, I absolutely trade Forex. And you would, and would you advise anybody who's a beginning investor to jump into Forex as well? This is this is what I would this is what I would say for the average risky. investor. The average investor just got no. off work. He got fifty dollars. No, unless you're gonna unless you're gonna put your heart and your mind into it, unless you're really gonna try right. to learn the graphs. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I paid like a thousand dollars for a course. Mm-hmm. It didn't blink because I'm into it like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because I understand what it's gonna bring me back. Like for me. I do a lot. There's a lot of things that I'm sure me and you could both think of that we do for three hundred dollars or something like that or whatever. Right. That that but going to something that could potentially make us a lot of money we may not we may not, we may not do. So you know, it depends on what you want to put into it. If you have the time to focus and study and read and 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 really get into it, yeah, you can make a lot of money. You could do you could do really well. Yeah, and that was my main. That's what my main thing was. It something that you have to put your full time. You know what I'm saying? Full time. Not full time. I hope I'm just. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I guess I'm trying to articulate the like. There's extremes, right? There's mm-hmm. full time and there's right. no time. Right. I need you to be somewhere in the middle. Now, I, I want to be. I want to be. I want to put my money somewhere and, be, and look at it sometime later, and it's more than what I put. So, I think before it, you might have to look at it a little more. Uh-huh. But you know, it's not anything. I know some people that that are that are in and out twenty minutes, and they're done for the day. Okay, so let me ask you something. <laughs> you know can saying? you can you cheat forex? Can you cheat? Because it seems like are these guys that's, that's that's offering like these these graphs or like these predictions are are they cheating forex or are they just somebody who's just been studying studying and um are and advanced in in forex? You know, I'm not going to say cheat. I think they basically have some, in my, you know, 
I'm not going to say cheat. I don't think they're cheating. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because cheating is relative, right? I think what I this is my personal opinion. I think that the you know, the software they're using can be can be correct um, because it's understanding certain parameters like Agorism. support and resistance. But there's right. other things that need to go into consideration that. I don't. I think a human mind needs to do. Sometimes. Right, that always. That's all. No, I feel like that's always. You know. Like, let me tell. Let me. Let me. You know. Let me explain. Like, let me tell you something. Like a story. Like something that maybe the computer might be, might be hard for them for hard for a computer to understand this. Like I remember, like you said, training with forex a long time. I was training forex and I was doing well. I was doing something called. The London Breakout Strategy. If your listeners are interested, you can Google this. It's called the London Breakout Strategy, right? Mm-hmm. So I was doing that, making you know, doing that at doing that at um, I'm not doing that at, at night and doing well. And then one day I decided I'm going to load up. I'm going to crush this thing, and I am going to just put a lot of money into it. I think I I think I put up like four thousand dollars. I mean, I was doing really well on this with this right i put up four thousand dollars i go the next day and i end up losing about twenty seven hundred dollars of it the next day in like an hour and a half i'm going nuts i'm going i can't even get to a computer fast enough to get myself out of the trade and i'm thinking and and i'm me and my friend who both lost money on this like what do we what are we doing? We saw, we looked at the, we looked at the, uh, the charts, the charts. We saw everything. What happened? We didn't take into consideration that this job report came out earlier that, that, that this company, I mean, this, this, uh, currency, you know, has been devalued and we just didn't take into consideration some news that popped up. So then again, so the signaling software might not catch right. that fundamental news. Exactly. That could have, like, right? Like that, that signaling software. News, you know. right. 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 Like, like what happens? You're looking at signaling, right? You're looking at signaling, and then the job reports come out, and it's like, oh man, my si-. but the signaling software says, hey, I could be wrong sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's my so that's my thing. Um, that's my thing. I'm, I'm like, I'm not saying that if you can't ever win off of it. I'm not saying that it might not be. Right. Hey, I'm not I'm not right all the time. I lose right. sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, that's why I, I always expect that. You know what I'm saying? Is you gotta spend money to make money. You know what I'm saying? So as as long as the outcome is overall what I'm looking for, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm trying to, to get to. Absolutely. And you're gonna lose. Right. You know, you try to be try to be seventy percent right. You be you good. <laughs> so so where would you recommend somebody right now to invest their money? If you could if you could, just any business place they got fifty dollars right now. They listening. They want to invest right now. What would you point them to? Would you point them to? Somewhere? Can I can I do this? Can I keep it a little more broad? Can I tell you what I like? Yeah. Can I tell you? Can I tell you the stocks I like and just yeah. why? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's leave it up to you. Exactly. Leave it up to you to put yeah. the denominator. But I just tell you what I, and, what I and like. And that's kind of for me too. I'm gonna let me get your insight. What you got on there? 
Okay. This is this is what I like. One man's opinion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm going to give you the rationale, too. Somebody wants to debate me and say, hey, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Debate me and tell me, and okay. tell me what you and why you don't, why I'm wrong and, and why I'm looking at this crazy. And that's definitely what we do on the No Cap Podcast. So if anybody want to reach out to me and I, I have to get at you for the part two, I'm going to let you know. So if anybody want to reach out, the contact information will be in the description of this podcast. But you can go ahead and continue. All right. So... One of the things, one of the things I like, um, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna go long term though on this, on this one. I like, I'm, so you have, you have a somewhat y- a youthful audience, right? I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out long term for them. Do you? I'm, I'm one, I want them to play airlines. And like I said, you know like what? I said, I'm listening too, cause you know I, I do my little dibs and dabs too. I put my little couple dollars in there too, so I'm listening, and take my notes okay. as well. So. This, this, this is long term, right? Okay. This is long term. This one, I'm gonna give you a long term outlook, but it's, I mean, short to, you know, medium to long term, medium to long term, cause things have been hurt. Mm-hmm. Airline industry. I, lo- I love airlines. Exactly. I think we're gonna continue to fly. I think we're going to continue. We're going to get the, the this vaccine where people, you know, of course, some people are not going to take it. But overall, I think it's good for the American psyche for this vaccine to be out. Yeah. People are going to people are going to and people are going to want to fly like no other. I think that we've been pooped up for the last year and a half. I think people are going to be flying everywhere. Vegas, where I think I think flights are going to do well. And when I say invest in, I know people yeah. taking flights now with the restrictions. There you go. Oh, there you go. So, so in particular, I would like to go with best of the brand when I, you know, to to make sure you you hedge your risk, right? Mm-hmm. When I say best of the brand, I'm I don't really want you to go JetBlue. Mm-hmm. I really don't want you to go Spirit. I, you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking Delta, American Airlines. Okay. Going um, if you like for for airlines, okay. okay. Um, that's that's a I think the airlines are going to do well. Another one, I think. I think with the new Biden administration uh-huh. and its clean air pledge, and I and I have it on my podcast, uh, the uh, um, what we don't know podcast, when I talk about the clean air pledge, okay. you're gonna want you're gonna want to to shift some of your portfolio to renewable energy. Yeah, any Not- clean energy, wind, solar. There's some there's some really good stocks out there. Fuel cell. Plug power, name a few. That's why I was I was trying to open my phone up. I dropped it and it's acting weird. But plug power, I swear, I just got like nine dollars from plug power today. Look at that. Well, maybe it's an omen. I'm not saying that you buy it or not. I'm just saying what we like yeah. and we're throwing some good ones out there. Yeah, okay. We just cool. happen to have we just have to have something on the same frequency, right? right. <laughs> okay, bad, okay. Like blink, blink charging. I love lithium. Lithium phones, five G. I love lithium companies. Okay. You know, sometimes, like, I guess I'm looking at the, uh, the Andrew Carnegie, I think it was. He likes to buy, he does instead of buying the, the car, he likes to buy the steel. The, the, you know what I'm saying? Right. So buy, so buy the, buy the raw material. And right. lithium is going to be big. It's going to be, continue to be big. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. what, what else? Um, you know what else? You know what? This is a, this is a good one. This is, oh, financials. I love financials. Yeah, and I mean big ones. Oh yeah, because you know I'm a finance guy. You know I'm, I'm a finance guy, um, and, I, and I'm talking again. Best of the brand. I love Bank of America. I love okay. the you know. Well, I'm not big on Wells Fargo because the CEO pissed me off. So I like Bank of America. Um, you know, there's going to be an influx of PPP, EIDL, stimulus money. It all got to flow through the banks, brother. Exactly. 
I'm telling you. And also, which is big, which is key, which I know this is for your listeners. I know that people, this went under the radar for 90% of America. But there was some legislation a couple of weeks ago that the big banks can buy back their shares, right? Some, so, little quick, quick econ question. What happens when you, re, when you reduce the supply? The, what happens to the demand? It goes up, all right? So, big banks, I love financials. I like Bank of America, okay? Um, but last but not least, can I give you my, now this is my, now, if we never, if I get hit by a bus after this conversation, right. you're not going to be able to say Mike didn't tell you. Something. Mike didn't make you some money if you listen. All right? All right? You not okay? I'm, this is now. This is my. Uh, I lost you. I lost you. <clears throat> Got some people, man. They trying to stop that information, man. <laughs> What's going on with there that? You go. 10 minutes. Hello? Yeah, there's some people who used to drop that, drop that information. <laughs> I know, right, you. man? You know what I'm saying? I got to watch out. They're gonna, if, if you know, if I do get hit by a bus, you know, you know. Right. You heard it. Hey, they like, tried to stop you, man. You're giving up too much game. The, the one I love is the triple, the Mike triple, um, double down bonus. Okay. <laughs> is Walgreens, brother. Walgreens. Okay. We're going to need somebody to give out that good old vaccine juice. Yes. Who's going to do it? The biggest boy in town, Walgreen. And you know why I even love them even more so? Because Jeff Bezos and uh, and Apple, they were going to get into the pharmaceutical game, but they decided not to eat their food. So now, since they pulled the chips from off the table, there's only one big dog. Right. Forget CBS, forget Rite Aid. Walgreen is that deal. I'm telling you. Mark yeah. it down now. Put when this, put it in the where we had this on what date? And I want you December thirty first. Where the hell is Walgreens at? And you said, damn it, Mike, I made somebody some money on my man. Pocket. I'm putting money in all, especially in the airlines and Walgreens. I definitely see your vision. Come on, bro. What did I, I say? I see the airlines going off sense, now, bro. especially because it ain't doing nothing, but it got to pick back up. So. Come on, man. We gonna still fly. Too. We I, gonna still fly, brother. I got a we couple. Still fly. I got a couple shares in Ford, man. That's why I say my thing. Like from years from now, it's some years, but cars gonna fly. Cars gonna fly. We gonna continue. We gonna continue to fly. We everybody's going. So everybody gonna go to Miami. Everybody got to get lit. Don't worry right. about it. Exactly. It's gonna be okay. Put that in your child's for. Put that in your. If you have a baby. Put them in. Put it in their. Uh, in, in their 529 plan right now, give them 20 years, they're gonna kiss you. And that, and that pretty much, that pretty much kills my last question that I had for you was, was it even a good time to be investing your money with COVID 19 and the pandemic shit all going on? That basically answered my question. So, um, let me let me tell you something. Warren Buffett said it best. When when the scared, when the, when people get scared, you get greedy. You know what I'm saying? You uh-huh. get. Gre- when people get scared, you get greedy. You go invest in some tissue. When people, and when people get greedy, you get scared. Makes sense, and man. The, the the best millionaires come out of crisis, out of catastrophes. Okay. So, and before before I get you up out of here, man, give me three things I should never do when I'm visiting the Bronx. Three things you should never do when you're visiting the Bronx. 
I'm gonna say, hmm. not just like vacation stuff, like brother to brother, like man, you don't, you don't never don't do this, don't do that. Three things. Um, I was three things. That's a good one. Let me see three things that um I wouldn't that I wouldn't do. Um, I would say probably. Confuse Brooklyn with the Bronx. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You confuse streets out here in Chicago. That could definitely mean your life. That, yeah, makes sense. That's one. Okay. Now, just know that if you brown in the Bronx, it's all one, right? Okay. Puerto yeah, Rican, that's right. Puerto Rican, yeah. uh-huh. black, Dominican. We won. And yeah. it, that everybody is, is love, right? That's yeah, that's why I, that's, I see that in, in New York. That's why, I, like, the Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans and stuff, they say, like, the N-word, they say nigga and stuff. And yeah. in Chicago, they do as well, but it's more of, it's more segregated. Like, they say the N-word nigga and stuff, but they be segregated in their own neighborhoods, their own schools and stuff. But in New York, they, like, everybody together and stuff with it. So I definitely see that. You got one more thing for the people, man. Just so, just so we safe, man. It's a crazy world, man. One more thing that we should we shouldn't do when we visit on the Bronx, man. Thank you. One um, the one one thing that you you shouldn't. The last thing you probably shouldn't do, you shouldn't do, is um, is um. Just play yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't play yourself. Go there and just and, and mind your business and walk with a purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, you, know, you know what I mean? But I would say if you go there, get a Henny Colada, hit up BBQs, um, and go to and go to um and go to Co-op City, go to Bay Plaza and go, you know, and, and go take your girlfriend and go shopping and, and you know and it's a good time. All right, man. Appreciate you for coming on, man. I definitely appreciate your insight, man. That's why I said the No Cap Podcast is just something because I feel like uh my my um my listeners they they're underrepresented. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't think we don't think beyond what you see on TV with like the music and the movies and the shit like that. So um I definitely appreciate you coming on, and giving out your insight and your expertise, man. Absolutely. I, listen, man, I appreciate, I appreciate you. As, as you know, you extended your hand to me with your, with your music and your abilities. And, and I've been, I've been using them on a couple of my, on my podcast episodes. That's so, what I'm, saying. I'm getting better with that too, man. I got some shit coming out. It's better. Like I said, I, all this shit, shit, I don't got, I don't got no background and none of this shit. It's just like, I just felt like I need to be heard, man. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I feel the same way. Just keep on, keep on watering that. Keep on building upon it and learning more. And you know what I'm saying? Cause you're doing a, you're doing a hell of a job, man. And um, I just want to know for just for the people in in Chi Town, if they ever want to, you know, listen to a business entrepreneurial podcast, please, you know, hit me up. I'm on all streaming platforms: iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's the What We Don't Know podcast. What we don't know podcast, and um, you know, give me a listen, and um, and I'm sure we're gonna do more. I'm sure we're gonna. Oh do yeah, more, of course, more. of course. Anything, any, any, any information. That's what I said. Now you my you my financial expert now. You know what I'm saying? So all right, I'm gonna I'm hold you to that. So cause, cause, I, you know, if anything financial, I hope I I hope I get a I hope I get Lisa say so first before you go when, before you get big and then you wanna um. Oh you know, no, gonna, no, no, brother, no, brother. See, 
Hey, hey, brother. You want to use me no more. Nah, man. See, we networking, man. You already, we had the relationship was already good, man. We're going to keep it that way, man. So I definitely want to say appreciate you coming out, man. If anybody want to uh, reach out to him, I'll make sure I put his, all his information in the description of this podcast. It's going to be on all major platforms. And uh, uh, I think that's it, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate the time, good brother. You have a good no night. Problem. You too, man.